If you like Taste Test and you want to keep the music digestion sessions going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, let's start the show. Have a taste. Hey, what's Jasmine? Hey. Hi, MJ. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm great. Welcome to Taste Test Live. Yay! I'm Damian Lamar, and I'm here in the studio with MJ Baker. Hello, everybody. She's my co-host today. Blue had to leave, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, MJ, it's the first time for some people. Yes. Can you tell them what the podcast is about? Yes. On Taste Test Live, we discuss what's happening in the entertainment industry. Our podcast features exclusive interviews, and occasionally we feature some new music releases you probably won't hear anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super, super excited about that. If you're interested in finding out what's going on on Taste Test, or you want to promote your upcoming single, your new album, a concert, drop by to share your newest project, you can get in touch with us. Head over to our website at tastetest.live and complete the form on our website to be a guest on the show. And if you like what you heard, you can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Taste Test Radio. Today, I'm super, super excited to introduce today's guest, Miss Trinity Estelle. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Good, good, good. So Trinity Estelle is, uh, for those of you who don't know who Trinity Estelle is, Trinity is an ex- a spoken word artist. She's a speaker. She's also a writer and a poet. She's facilitated workshops. She's also a yoga instructor. Really oh, interesting. Wow. <laughs> um, quite a list of accomplishments. A TEDx youth speaker. Um, she's also been involved in the African-American Community Fund 25th anniversary as their guest speaker and a scholarship recipient. Trinity has quite a list of accomplishments to include Skyscraper's Commission Poem for MLK and Paul Lawrence Dunbar. That was an inspired art gallery showcase. Uh, yeah. And you have re- received awards. Scholastic Silver Key Award for Poetry and the Rotary Four-Way Test Oratorical Contest winner. Hmm. Quite a list of accomplishments, <laughs> young lady. Um, gosh, I'm like super, super excited to meet you. Uh, welcome to Taste Test Live. I think um, I can, how can we, how do we meet? So my friend and I, one day, we randomly walked into the garden club because we were like, this building looks really cool and we really want to see what it is. So we walked in there and then we saw you and we were just like, hey, and you asked us if we wanted a tour and we went out around mm-hmm. the building and yeah, it was really So you beautiful. just outed me. Everybody didn't know that. How cool oh, They that? thought, oh, he's on the radio. Whoops. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. It's <laughs> yeah, I work at the Garden Club of Jacksonville. It's a historic organization. It's been around for 97 years, and it was founded by Nina Kummer, who started the Kummer Museum. Wow. It was named after the Kummer Museum. And uh, it's a historic place, and I was excited because I had two black girls come into the garden club. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say I have that, a but captive. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it real. I have, I'm like, I have a captive audience now. I have a chance to like because the goal is to to bring some diversity right into the place. We, um, um, you became a member. Is that right? Did you ever no, become a member? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. She's going to become a member of the yes. Garden Club, and um, and add more diversity to the Garden Club. We need more young nice. people. We want some young minds, and uh, you and your friend were very very interested. So um, mm-hmm. great. So and yeah. you know, also my understanding that you um, study at Edward Waters College. Yes, I'm studying journalism. I'm a sophomore. Okay, under the leadership of a really good friend of ours, yes. uh, MJ is <laughs> my friend, uh, Professor Rockman Johnson. Yes. Oh. Shout out to Rockman. Yeah. Rockman. Yeah. So how was it like, how was Rockman as an instructor? Um, 
Um, he's very vibrant, very loud, very serious. Like he jokes around with us a lot, but he always pushes us. So he's really dope as a professor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's he's that way in general. That's just who he is yeah. naturally. Yeah. So um, tell us what tell us a little bit about why you love spoken word. Why the spoken word? What is it about the English vernacular that attracts you? It's kind of weird how I came into it. I actually came, like, I, the first time I performed spoken word, I really, really didn't want to. I really did not want to get on the stage. I was 12 years old because I went to a, um, an arts high school. It was a middle school and high school, so I went there from 7th to 12th grade. And I had this mentor slash teacher, instructor, and we had to do spoken word. And I was so nervous, and I really didn't want to do it. But then I get on stage and we had to do a show every single year. So the first, my very first performance, I was shaking the entire time and I was like, never put me up there again. I hate it. It's the worst thing ever. But then as I started to do it year after year, I just became so much more comfortable being on a stage. And then I realized kind of like the power that you have when you can get on a stage and share your truth. And then it resonates with other people. And that was a really dope feeling. So I was like, I kind of want to keep doing this. And here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Empowered. You have a, you have a voice obviously. And you you feel like you can reach young people through your voice. Mm-hmm. So what's some of the subject matter that you feel empowered to discuss mm-hmm. that you feel would reach these young individuals? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite pieces was a piece that I performed over the summer. Um, it was called Ethereal, and it's just about black women and our power and things like that. And I love pieces like that because as I'm performing, I look in the audience and I see all the older black women smiling at me and supporting me, and they're just, and it makes me feel so good. And then to see my younger sisters and like younger black girls look at me and think like, wow, like that's the power that we hold. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. You, I mean, you represent a small, very small fraction of, of the newly liberated black woman. And I, the reason yeah. I, I say a newly liberated black woman, black women have not always had a voice. Mm-hmm. They haven't always had a platform to be as powerful. I mean, you, you have your Maya Angelos and you have your Oprah Winfrey's mm-hmm. and um, a lot of different women that are in, in media now, but it's a, it's a common thing. So how does that feel for you to, do you have any mentors or you have any women that you look up to? Oh, for sure. Um, I have a mentor back at home. Her name is Sierra Leone, and she's a spoken word artist, activist, poet. She's many things, and she's really, really amazing. And one of the things that she said that really stuck with me is she said that a lot of young people are lost because they don't have older OGs showing them the way and showing them what to do. And I feel really, really blessed to have older black women in my life that show me you know the path and guide me and give me opportunities and teach me things like that because I feel like without them I wouldn't really know what to do because representation is really really important so when you have these people in your life and you see them being great and they're showing you how to be great it's really humbling that's great well said well said Mm -hmm. that's beautiful so when you did the the poem for uh, MLK and Paul Lawrence Dunbar that the art gallery showcase Mm -hmm. skyscrapers commission what what was that So um, I don't know if you guys know of Paul Lawrence Dunbar. He's a famous poet from Dayton, Ohio. Mm -hmm. So there's this really dope artist, Bing Davis. I don't. It's so weird because the people who are really known in Dayton, you guys don't know them here, so it's weird. But he's like a really, really dope artist, and he had this art gallery where they kind of took the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr and displayed it through the eyes of Paul Lawrence Dunbar in an artistic way. So there were art pieces there. So it was like a whole art gallery and to open it, they had speakers there. So it was myself and three other poets and we kind of did an opening thing for that. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really dope. Oh, interesting, nice. interesting. Lee's been asking this question. So you grew up in Dayton. Mm-hmm. You have a love and heart for Dayton. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> um, what brings you to Jacksonville? 
So I applied on the Black Common app to a bunch of HBCUs because I knew that I really wanted to go to an HBCU. And I ended up getting a scholarship for a few schools. And when I came down here to visit EWC, it was just my favorite out of the schools. And I was like, this is the one. So, That's yeah. The one. <laughs> so what, what's, what makes it your favorite? What, um, what about it do you like the well, most? Well, first off, the weather. Compared to Ohio, the weather down here is <laughs> like, there's right. a huge difference. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the main things. Um, the campus was really cool. And I don't know, it just kind of felt at home because there's like a Southern hospitality here and everyone was really nice to me and it feels like family. So um, so I know that you, um, in your bio, it says that you're a, t- you are a teen TEDx speaker. So, um, you know... How did you garner that opportunity and, you know, and with that, like, what did you speak on in particular? Like, what's your, what was your theme? So there was, um, there's actually another gentleman named Sean, Sean Gardner in Dayton, Ohio, that I've performed with throughout high school. And there was someone that actually saw us at a previous performance and she was leading the TEDx workshop. And she was like, yo, I think it will be really cool to have some spoken word because normally we just have like conversational, you know how like TEDx usually goes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think it will be really cool to have spoken word artists there. So Sean and I came and did this piece called Standing on the Power of Words. So our piece originally was a joint piece but we recorded it separately so it's just um actually the piece that we did that was inspired by paul lawrence dunbar and martin luther king jr that same piece they wanted us to come do it for tedx okay very nice very nice Nice. so you also do campus yoga yes (laughs) i think what is that experience like okay so i mean i see that you're a pretty centered individual which i i admire to see a young person so centered so articulate (laughs) uh very very clear very stated Thank you. And you, you, you've managed to like streamline that into the form of yoga. Yes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think yoga is really cool. I learned about it because my family and I would actually do family yoga back in Ohio. Okay. And then I noticed how calm I felt afterwards. And I was like, I kind of like this. Yeah. So when I came to Edward Waters, I noticed that there wasn't a lot of like holistic, just things like that being done, like yoga and meditation. And I was like, I kind of want to bring that to campus. So I was like, I did like a poll on Instagram. And I said, if I did yoga, would you guys come? And a couple people were like, yeah, we would come. So I was like, okay, cool. We're meeting up this Thursday. Day, wow. and we did a yoga class and it was really cool and it went well it went very well so has, how many times have you done that since I've only done it a few times because at my school you have to go through a lot of paperwork and things to get a building request form and all of this so eventually like I was just I just said let's do it outside in the yard so we just met up and did it outside but now that it's kind of getting colder I haven't really done it because it's outdoors mm-hmm. but once this next semester spring comes up I'm going to try to do it weekly because I want people to have options to relax on campus everything is so like party 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 I want people to be able to come and breathe and relax yeah. and meditate very and things good. like that as well I want us to have a balance of the two so good very good this is good yeah so mass communications what do you hope to accomplish when you graduate oh i don't know i think i do a lot of things so i'm still trying to find the one thing that i love the most but studying journalism i'm definitely learning about a lot like news stories and putting together packages and things like that and i'm really starting to love journalism more than i thought i would Mm -hmm. so i can definitely see myself getting into the news side of things okay that's awesome This is great. I'm like super, uh, I'm proud of you. This is very encouraging. I'm proud of you, you. Black, black woman, <laughs> because you, you know, you, you, you make me feel hopeful about our generation and our yeah. future, like wow. what's to come. And, um, 
you should be celebrated. So what you've done thus far, you have a, quite a list of accomplishments and I know you have a bright future ahead. Oh, thank and you. I'm super excited. I can let me know how we can support you at, at any time. Um, what we can do to help. Like, you know, let us know. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And that's yeah. when I Thank met you. you. I was just like, hi, I'm Trinity. I'm from Ohio and I'm looking for opportunities. And you were like, wow. Um, OK, cool. Come on my show. And I really appreciate that because since yeah. I've been here, like I said, at home, I have a mentor who's been guiding me. But here it's like I'm doing it all on my own. So I'm just like, I have to go meet people by myself. Um, how yeah. do I do that? Well, you, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you've, you've done a fantastic <laughs> yeah. job because you open your mouth and you are saying this is what I need. And a lot of people, you know, there's a, there's a there's a scripture in the Bible. You have not because you ask not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you ask for things, you get them mm-hmm. because you ask. And sometimes you don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's if I'm in a position to help, by all means, I will. Uh, absolutely. And um, I know Professor Robin Johnson will do it the same. <laughs> yes. He, yeah. um, he, he mentioned, I told him that you would be coming on the show. Really? And, I yeah. didn't even tell him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's probably going to be listening. Oh, hi. (laughs) She's like, oh, hi. Oops. Thank you for assigning all that work for finals. I finally did all of it. You got through it? Yes, I did. Okay. All right. (laughs) Do you care about sharing your social media, how people can find you and and join some of your initiatives and see some of your speaking engagements? Yes. I'm not really big on the digital everything, like social media, but I do have an Instagram at trinity.estelle, and I'm hoping to launch my website soon. Fantastic. All right. Awesome. This has been splendid. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming all this way and staying on finals week with us. (laughs) As long as you did. So we really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services or wherever you listen to your podcast. Taste Test Live is supported by listeners like you. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can keep making it at this rate, then head over to tastetest.live and click the button that says Patreon. There you can learn how you can help and get some perks for your support. If you're unable to support Taste Test Live financially, then share the show. Tell your friends about it and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast service. I really enjoy sharing this podcast with you and producing it every week. Thank you so much for listening.